Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hi lovelies, happy Monday. Today we are talking about investments. Let's begin with looking at the definition. And this may seem really obvious, but our brains love to complicate things. So let's remind it how simple this can actually be. Investing basically means putting forward a contribution of some kind for an expected future return. Now, the easiest example we can think of is money, putting money into like a stock or even a trainer like sneakers, expecting a later return on money. Because by the way, I recently found out this is like huge sneaker trading market. But that's not the point. The point is we can invest our resources and we can invest different resources for different returns. For example, we can invest in a gym, like a gym membership, and the return that we want could be a fitter in our body. And we can invest our time in going to the gym and our energy into working out of the gym. So not all returns are monetary. We can actually invest for any outcome. So for those of you listening that think you are not an investor, you are, like it or not, you are always making decisions on how to spend your time, your money, and your energy for the result that you want to create. Now, this sounds really simple. If we want the physical fitness, we invest the time, the money, and energy, and we create it. But you've been listening to me for a while, and you probably know by now that it really isn't that super simple, thanks to our human brain. I actually um, was interviewed on a podcast a few weeks ago and the host confessed to me that she had checked her financial statements and realized that she'd been paying gym membership for five years. Five fucking years. And she hadn't been since the first two weeks, but she'd been paying for five years. Now, probably a few of you listening are thinking, yep, definitely done that. And if we measure investments based on the success of creating the result, it wasn't a successful investment. It was a shitty investment. But what it was, was a really brain-friendly investment. Low upfront, low up, low upfront financial costs, low upfront time costs, low upfront energy costs to sign up for a gym. And our brain is always looking to conserve energy and hoard for safety. So her primitive brain was really happy with the deal up front. And then that same primitive brain spent time talking her out of going and spending any more energy or any more time or any more money to actually create the result that she wanted. So her primitive brain won, it's like primitive brain won, her conscious goals zero. And five years later, she'd conserved her energy and not spent her time, but the financial investment had added up a lot. So much so that she could have basically worked with a personal trainer for a year, bought workout machines for her home, new workout clothes. I mean, literally, we can throw in a vacation there. And I'm sharing this story because it's such a good example of what we do and how our brains are wired to make decisions. 
What's the most comfortable decision now? What allows us to conserve energy and hoard now? And the result of shitty investments is always going to be shitty returns. When we are not prioritizing the change that we want to make or the result that we want to create in our decisions and our decision making over the comfort that we have now, then we won't fucking get there. It really is that simple. We all have examples of shitty investments, like the guy that we knew would fuck us over then did, or the dress we bought, even though it was a bit too small that still sits in the closet unworn. Um, or even like the decision to study law or financial qualifications when we actually wanted to do something different. And I can say all of these because I did these. So I'm not judging you. I'm right there with you, lovelies. Thinking about for you, what are some of your shitty investments? What are some of the shitty investments? I'm going to keep saying shitty investments. It's funny. What are some of the shitty investments that your brain has talked you into to save you from maybe facing rejection or expending energy that actually stopped you from creating what you wanted? And by the way, some people love their investments into studying law or financial qualifications. So it's all subjective. Like Those aren't universal shitty investments, right? So how do I know that you listening, every one of you, have made some shitty investments? Because I know the secret, and that's that you have a human brain, like me, like the hundreds of clients I've coached, like the thousands of people listening to this podcast every week, and I know how your brain is wired. Now this is not all doom and gloom, because we also have the ability to make conscious choices. I'll tell you the shitty investment your brain will want to make after hearing this episode. It will want to spend time and energy in shame, in shoulda, woulda, coulda. It will want to hide away and retreat further and to spin and to play smaller. That's gonna be the investment that our brains want to make. I'm onto you, brain. See, had to go back to the woman that interviewed me, had she put the initial time, financial energy, financial and energy, (laughs) finances and energy, that probably is better English, had she put the initial time, finances and energy into her fitness, it would be done and it would have cost her less across all three channels or resources, whatever you want to call it, it just would have cost her more upfront. Now is where it gets interesting, right? Because it would have cost her less financially, that one's easy to see because the actual cash amount she spent on the gym that she didn't go to for five years was more than what a trainer would have charged for like a year. And it would have cost her less energy given the energy and mental arguments she had negotiating if she should go or not, when she should go, whether she should cancel her membership or not. And then even expending energy in self-judgment and self-shame and blame and all of that drama. And it also would have cost her less time because six months beats five years 100% of the time. Not to mention actually creating the result that she wanted to create. So why is your brain being cheap on you? Or let's say, where is your brain being cheap on you? What is it that you actually want to create? What's the goal that you really want to achieve, the change you really want to make? We know why your brain wants you to not take action towards it, to not invest time, money, and energy into it our brains are wired for a different time and it thinks we're going to run out of resources and you know end up unable to survive in the wild 
But what do you really want? Do you want to conserve and hoard? Or do you want to live your best fucking life? Be a goal setter and a goal getter and live in a constant state of blow your mind breakthroughs and even challenge what is possible for you to create your best life. I know what's more comfortable right now, right? There's like some discomfort of not being the goal creator, of knowing that you are capable of more of like not living in your of not living in your best life, but there is a lot of comfort right now in being in the known, in the safe, in the having routine, in the simplicity, in the like something to complain about, like it's all super comfortable. And on the flip side, there is discomfort around the exposure to failure, to rejection, to all these different emotions. But you do know that there is also the opportunity to go and create anything. Like the upside is unknown. And it's unknown, what I mean by that, is it's unknown in that you do not know how truly capable you are. I see it all the time. My clients come to me worrying about goals that are way less than what they are actually capable of. And for each of you listening, the goal that you are struggling to achieve right now is way less than what you are capable of. And my clients then go on to achieve their scary goal in 50% of the time we work together. And from there, the fun really begins because the goals grow as you accomplish them. Part of your brain is going to resist this because it doesn't want to go for bigger goals and bigger goals. It's like, why would we do that? That's more energy, more time. But think for a minute, what do you actually want? Push your primitive brain aside with its desire for immediate comfort and the land of the known. What do you actually want? What are you in this life for? Are you in it for the blow your mind experience or the play it safe lane? And if you want to learn how to invest your assets for the maximum return, I call it the most bang for your buck. I mean, I did not come up with that sentence, but the most bang for your buck, but it's like the most bang for your minute, the most bang for your time. Then this is what I'm teaching in Time Hackers. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.